From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. Peasants. I can't deal with this. I am Rocket. Sir Rocket of Elmont. Rocket. Winthrop, get the arts ready. We're going to Monday. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost. Even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lunatic Radio Show. We are back. Rocket's back. Fucking A. Fucking A, brother. And when I say fucking A, brother, it's like sarcasm. I'm not like one of them D-bags out there. It's like a fucking A, bro. Oh, that could be derogatory? I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a knock at the D-bags out there. I just always say bro oh. out there, you know. Hey, man, you fucking hanging out tonight, bro? Hey, man, well, you, yo, that chick is hot, bro. <laughs> bro, after everything. Fucking Christ. Stop it. Stop with I'm the... More of a, I'm, I'm a breath in. Breath. <laughs> Listen, breath. Stop using the word bro as a period. God damn it. <laughs> fucking drives breath. me crazy. Breath. Uh, breath. Breath. Listen, breath. You know, that's that's probably West Coast fucking smoke of weed that on the West beach. Coast. That's where we, we, we can do that. Yeah, breath. Because... Bruh. Hey man, I'm going down to the beach, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Fucking assholes. It's like uh, ironic. Yeah, uh, 718-690-9290 is a live number to call into the radio program. Yeah, please do. Please. Please. Uh, we are monitoring the uh, Golden Glabs that are uh, Golden Glabs. taking place at the Beverly Hill Hilton, whatever the fuck it is. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not really up yeah, on. Yeah, the- is that a hotel? Is that is that how I understand it as well? I drove by it once. It didn't look like much of a hotel, to be honest with you. It's probably really nice. <laughs> it's not like it's a Ramada. Classic, yeah, it's not good. I'm gonna follow up with a compliment. This isn't like a courtyard by Marriott. <laughs> it's a little nicer than that. A red roof in. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck it, a. yeah. So it's you know I don't even know what's nominated. To be honest with you, I really don't. I haven't watched anything. I know uh, Lady Gaga's up for something because she did a movie with Bradley Cooper and everybody said that was good. Oh, uh, best motion picture. Here we go. Black Panther. Uh, Don't be racist. <laughs> I'm not racist right yet. Um, yeah. What's the... Uh, the yeah, as he wears his Jets jersey as the black coach gets fired. Is it, what, what, out the Jets what's the name of this? <laughs> what's the name of this movie? Is it Black KKK Landsman? Or yeah, is Black it, Klan, it's a play, it, it's a play on work. KKK Black Klansman. So it's Black Klansman. Uh, Bohemian Rap. Being clever. The Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, if About Queen. If Beale Street could talk, is that is that right? And a star is, is Jessica Jessica Beale Street. If Jessica, Jessica Beale could talk from the seventh heaven days. Holy shit! Hottest, like, pic- like hottest picture I've ever seen. By the way. Uh, in uh, the last, let's say, 20-some-odd years is Jessica Biel in a sink. 
That is by far the hottest picture. Oh, right. Ever. Yeah, you really do like that picture. <laughs> that, there's something about it. I'm sure R. Kelly jerked off to it many of time. <laughs> yeah, your boy, R. Kelly is a wreck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> by the way, Rock, I've been binged what? Have you seen the surviving R. Kelly? No, I have not. I just heard about it the other day. I binged watched. It's it's a six part docu series on Lifetime, and uh, Lifetime is literally bringing R. Kelly's lifetime to an end. There's <laughs> a play on words. <laughs> you know, they, they, so so he's already down to the lifetime level. What do you mean the lifetime level? Oh come on! It's it, if you're a lifetime movie, that's not good. Well, you, know, you they, want to be in HBO or Showtime I, or I think you know or a major network. I think this is the only time the Lifetime channel has ever been trending. It's like if we were trending on Twitter, Rock. <laughs> it's like an impossibility. Well, I can't wait for our Lifetime movie. <laughs> It'd be a real dolt of a fucking documentary. Really? Just me jerking off and then talking in a room by myself <laughs> with dramatic music in the background. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking a, yeah, it, yeah. Be like something like, uh, let's see, I, I got something for that rock. I got, I here's a delayed joke for everybody right here. We go. It would be like this. Uh, a lot of this sound. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> a lot of that? Uh, no, hold on a second. There we go. Was uh, comedy oh, timing on loan? That would actually really good if you had thing called comedic timing. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I had it all lined up. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the R. Kelly thing, man. It, I, I binged watched it last night because Leroy Jenkins and T.J. the Mayor are telling me to watch it, and I, you know everybody's talking about it around the uh, the social medias and all this stuff. So finally, after I got everything done and everything I wanted to do yesterday and got, you know, over the hangover that I had for Friday night, <laughs> which took me to about 1130 at night, uh, I flipped on the Lifetime. I actually figured out where the channel was on my cable provider and I flipped it on and it was sure. just playing the, uh, the R. Kelly documentary. And I sat there and watched it for like, Lord knows, I was, I think it was like five in the morning. I had like one eye open still watching it. And, and the docu-series is so strange because it's just like, they, they have, like, every time a new girl that came into R. Kelly's life, they go to, like, black screen and in the, in the, in the, in the, in the title, like, the, the, her name comes up uh, and then it's, like, met R. Kelly in whatever year and then, it, then her age pops up. <laughs> Oh man! So every I swear to God, every fifteen minutes in every episode of the R. Kelly documentary, it's black screen. The name of a girl met R. Kelly in two thousand five. She was only seventeen. Yeah. They they're all seventeen. Occasionally there'll be a nineteen year old in there, but most of them are all seventeen. Always seventeen. It was fucking ridiculous. I, it it got so tiresome. Of the amount of girls they carted in for this, I was just like, how the fuck is this guy still alive? <laughs> After all these girls, I was like, I don't think there's a black girl left. I don't think there was a black girl left that's in the, within the age of 17 to 18 left for him to not fucking fuck with. He, he had a target demo, as they say in the biz. Oh my God. If I am R. Kelly out there, I'm going... 
who's got a gun? <laughs> Please, who's got a, just, you know, oh my God. It's, I don't know how you go on from that unless he's that delusional. He's they, that delusional. I think it's safe to say he's that delusional. There were literally stories in there about him bringing girls to, uh, bringing a girl to a, um, a hotel, right? And he meets her at the hotel. And the girl's like in this hotel room. I guess he leaves her or something. And she, then she like, after a while, she's sitting there by herself. She's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then she notices that the, like the hotel rooms next to her are all filled with girls too. <laughs> and there's a bucket in, they say this, there's a bucket in the corner of each hotel room where the girls fucking go to the bathroom in a bucket, in a bucket, a bucket full of duty, <laughs> mega doo-doo. Why? I don't know. Oh, man. Can we get him on the show? Call uh, him up. Uh, See what he's doing. My mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes, Rock. <laughs> Karen's watching the show and he's like, this is terrible. Uh, I like it. They're all 17, like the great winger band once said. Right. Be honest with you, I don't know why Winger sang that song. That should R. be R. Kelly heard that. He's like, mm, I like where these guys are at. I like where they're the train of thought. Is. That should be an R. Kelly song. Same yeah, with the one from uh, Kings of Leon. Oh, she's only seventeen. These should be R. Kelly. Why songs. is this? A Wait a minute. This is like a this is a theme. Yeah, but R. Kelly. R. Kelly took it to the extreme. I mean, these guys kept it in the art. R. Kelly took it into reality. He had a bucket set up in a hotel room. Oh, she's only seven. Uh, R. Kelly's batching a load. Batch <laughs> himself into a coma. Dude, he is a pig. I didn't realize it. And I, fe I feel terrible about my comments I made on Friday night on the Friday Night LR show with uh, TJ. Oh, you still do that? We still do that, Rock. I, mean, I know you don't listen to the other shows that we do. Okay. That's, uh, absolutely, that's absolutely completely false. I've tuned in to all of them. Oh, well, very nice. Thank you, Rock. Yeah. Good for you, Rock. Watch him from a distance, like he always That's wanted right. to do. That's right. <laughs> Just keep on walking a step backwards a little bit. Yeah, yeah Carol, do the show. <laughs> walking away from it. TJ Tomato, check it in. Yes, a lot of them are underage. But anyway, I was watching this documentary series. And it got so tiring how many girls he fucked with that were 17 years old. I was like, it's almost getting boring. Like, I don't want right, to hear right, this right. girl's story. I don't want to hear that. But it's just like, how the fuck is he around? How the hell is he not in prison? He went to a, he had a trial for child pornography that I totally forgot about. And I'm sure we covered it on our show because it took place within the last 17 years, you know? I'm sure we talked about that. And at his. You must have amazing lawyers. Dude, at the trial, when he was walking in and out of the courtroom, he was talking to a girl and flirting with a girl that he eventually got involved with who was 14. Oh, Do you think he has a problem? Do you think he has a, an issue? What? Do you think he has a problem? Gee, <laughs> uh, you know, just a little one. <laughs> Just like the Chicago Bears do, kicking field goals. Oh, look at that. Relative. Timely, 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 timely joke. Timely joke. Oh, uh, yeah, the Bears it's lost. It's going to kill in about three years when someone listens to this. 
Uh, yeah, the Bears didn't win kicking an oblong, uh, ob-shaped ball through a big age. Yes. They didn't win. Uh, I, I, tell you, I, I saw like a a visual chronology of R. R. Kelly's ways. Man, it is like he had actually a streak there for a few years where he was relatively quiet. But I guess he was kind of uh, yeah, because he, he was he, fucking he all the bad yeah. stuff, and then everyone started coming out and saying, you know, all the women were saying like all the bad stuff he was doing. So. He had a sex he really cult. A long, I guess this started in the nineties, right? This is when this all kind of kicked off, if you will. It's, I think it's been going on ever since his career happened because he apparently, allegedly, I don't even know because I didn't see that anywhere mentioned. I must have missed this in the in the fucking hour long thing, the hours of documentary I was watching. But I don't know what he did with the Leah. Did he marry her? I, we. TJ said, yeah, I, I, I never knew that. I mean, I'm not really up on the, um, you know, marital status of, of the hip hop world, but apparently he was married to her. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Uh, John D. Noodle checking in from chat room. Where were the parents in, of the 14 year old? Well, there were parents that they. Uh, they were probably R. Kelly fans. They were their parents. They were interviewing parents in this docuseries of these girls. And, and two of the parent couples that I was watching, they were like, Yes, I haven't seen my daughter in two years. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, how shitty of a parent are you? Or are they really chained to a wall shitting in a bucket somewhere? Like, wh- how can you not get to them? And you sh- I guess R. Kelly had a, had a studio in Chicago where he was always at. And these, these parents would fly from like Florida where they live to Chicago. And they would literally be pounding on the fucking door trying to get their daughter because they believe their daughter's inside that studio. And they would never, no one would ever answer the door. No one would ever come out. The police came up. Uh, uh, they, they invited the police. Like, please, we want to do a, a wellness check to see if my daughter's in it. And the police like, we can't do anything. Like, R. Kelly's kind of fucking, he, it's way out open of his creepiness and shit. But he's very, for some reason, he's like skirting the line of like. Because he's an artist. <laughs> yeah. He's like kind of being almost borderline legal with it. Because of the age of consent, yeah. I guess where he meets these girls, it's like 17, but it's all right. He, I don't, he does his homework. He really <laughs> does. He's a fucking here. creep. John Legend's on there talking about like, like, fuck this guy. On the Lifetime show? Yeah. John Legend's on there. John Legend's like, this guy needs to go to fucking prison. Something like that. Damn, yo, Lifetime blew their like wad for the next 10 years of programming on this show. Charlemagne the God. Is fucking on there, you know, from the Breakfast Club, Rock? Not the movie. <laughs> right. uh, I, know, I know, I was slipping through the channels and I passed by Revolt and said the Breakfast Club. I was like, ooh! Oh, oh yeah, it's not that one. Claire's a fat girl's name. It's not that one. <laughs> Can you describe uh, the ruckus? How did uh, Radiohead have a song called I'm a Creep, yet fucking R. Kelly doesn't? Oh, yeah, there you go. Good the point. closest That's a good R- question right there. The the closest R. Kelly comes to having like a uh, something that indicates he's an absolute prick is a song called "I'm a Flirt," and it starts out like this: Rock. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a flirt. There you go. That's it. Oh, okay. And it just so. goes into a whole bunch of shit, like you know, about being a flirt. What was that song that his like his like uh, long ass so trapped in a closet or something like that? It was like fucking. It's still going on that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, one endless song just never stops. <laughs> it, that's like he like he wrote like an opera. It was like a rap opera, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was like he, a midget he's an involved. I mean, come on. This is all part of all, all part of his mind and how it works and how he's able to create make these creations. 
He's getting real bored. He needs underage girls to to poop in a bucket in a hotel room in order to make these. Uh, is that where he gets you know, his magical songs? Is that where he gets his fucking inspiration? Like you know, he's in the fucking Atlanta fucking mansion. All the chicks are up there pooping in fucking goddamn uh, up in the bedrooms, pooping in buckets, and he knocks on the door. Hey, open the fucking door! I gotta sniff that bucket to get some inspiration to write this fucking nineteen minute long rap, rap opera. <laughs> fucking crazy lunatic. How the fuck is R. Kelly? R. Kelly, I mean, if you watch the, the docuseries on Lifetime, you're like, mm. the, you might as well just open up Bill Cosby's cell door and just let R. Kelly in there. <laughs> just, you can go right here. But for some reason, you know, obviously with the Me Too movement and everybody's woke now. You have, oh, wait, you, we're woke? You kind of sense that R. Kelly's going to, you know, by the end of this year, you know, being, being locked up somewhere. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe this will be the one case where it, it, it flips and be like, hey, we can't touch him because he's a creep, but he skirted the fucking lines and we can't prove any of this sex cult shit. It's just hearsay. Has he served any sort of time? No, he just had that fucking he's been arrested and put the trial for child pornography. Right. You know, but he, he got out on that. How did he not get guilty. out of that? Like, like if he had it, like not get not guilty. Not guilty. He 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 is man. He is good. He's got great lawyers. He's never going to go serve jail time if he survived this long. Outside of him murdering someone, although he could murder someone and maybe get away with it, I don't know. He would have to commit a terrorist crime in order to be put in jail. <laughs> John D. Noodles stalking young girls from inside the bedroom closet. Daddy, there's a monster under my bed. No, that's just R. Kelly. <laughs> that's true. Um. 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 Genius. He's a genius for not being in jail. That's what he is. Could be a rapist. Could be a rapist. You could insert rapist there too, right? <laughs> you could, you right. could change the whole name of that song from Mama Flirt to I'm a Creep. It could be it could be like a remix of the great Radiohead song. It could be like El Chapo. If he went to jail, he'd find a way. What's that? I said if he did go to jail, he'd be like El Chapo and have like people like dig a hole out for him. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly. Well, here's the thing. Like they have this movement now. They mentioned in the documentary about mute. It's called Mute R. Kelly. Hashtag Mute R. Kelly. So like they've they've eliminated like uh, they've had a lot of his concerts canceled, uh, pressured like, um, you know, venues to cancel his concerts. So that's happened. A lot of uh, Spotify. All these streaming services have kind of limited the areas, like limited his uh, his range of where you could see. So like when you go on your Spotify and you have like a, you want to hit playlist R&B and you just want to hear a mix of R&B, R. Kelly's song will never pop up on there, but you would have to search R. Kelly if you wanted to find R. Kelly's wow. song. So they've limited like his song range. So his streaming numbers aren't like what they should be. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Yeah. It's great. He's got. He might end up like, he could end up like Alex Jones and just being eliminated from all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, he'll start up his. Maybe he'll start up his own like channel, his own TV channel or yeah, radio channel. I mean, if he's like super fucking psycho, which it seems like he might be, I don't think any of this will really fucking affect him because he'll just be like, you know what? I'm just, somebody's gonna some. You know, he'll just continue doing what he does, and then I'll probably get popped. But 
He like they literally claim in this docu series that he has brainwashed these seventeen year old girls, these young girls. He has to be. He has to. Yeah. Be. I mean, there there was one girl who was nineteen that he met, and then she met like a seventeen year old girl that he also fucked with. And when he she met her, she was like, "Wow, that girl's fucking brainwashed." Because like when R. Kelly would be in a room, she would be like all giddy, like yeah, smiling, giddy, giddy. But when he would leave the room, she would turn into this like fucking like manic depressive state <laughs> like she was just like you know that's fucking, fucking creepy, silent man, this like, guy. yeah so it's like it's crazy but you don't know what's it's a you know you don't know what's you know it's a docuseries well, they obviously have they have intentions like i don't know what's true or not you know what i mean like oh you think they might be embellishing there for could the be sake some, of a story yeah there's some embellishment you gotta know you gotta know there's a, there's a hint of embellishment in there you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, hey, here's the idea of our docuseries. R. Kelly's a creep. We're just going to roll with that. You know what I mean? A great documentary literally investigates both sides. It would almost allow R. Kelly to completely tell his story from his perspective and then have these girls tell her story from their perspective. And the parents tell their stories from their That's what a. So this one's completely like a Michael Moore film where it's just like, I hate, like, for example, I hate Trump, so I'm just going to hammer Trump <laughs> for two hours, and that's going to be it. You know what I mean? I, I never understood that, how they're able to embellish, especially when it's, it's um, you know, uh, alters the legality of what somebody's doing, you mm. know, in this case with R. Kelly, that shows can get away with embellishing things or skewing things, um, especially to make, you know, people look worse or, or, or more uh, guilty if you will um right so i, I wonder i'm wondering you you watch yeah, how that works honestly if you get a you know you get some time to watch it at some point watch yeah. it and just go i you will literally come come away i think with the same impressions i like you don't know no, how I'm sure, I'm sure, you don't yeah. know how he's still you know walking around or not completely embarrassed or like freaking out maybe he is who knows He's trying to sue Lifetime for the, uh, you know, because of the docuseries. He's trying to, I mean, really? I, would I, mean I guess, I mean, it's not terribly surprising, but it's like, there's so, I mean, I guess this is pretty, uh, pretty damaging for him, this series. I'm trying to think of like another series. Like, I wonder what, I mean, I guess I, Tanya kind of put her in a good light. Uh, Tanya Harding, the Tanya Harding film. Mm. I'm trying to think of a film where there was criminal activity, but the person's alive. Um, where it could skew them to make them look worse. I'm drawing a blank right now, but I feel like that doesn't happen terribly often just to prevent the legal ramifications. You know, usually people are dead right. or they're already in jail for the rest of their life for whatever reason. Then the films come out, but R. Kelly is, it's he's been, out and about. He, he's, he's creeping. It's been like 30 years of this too. Yeah. It's 30 crazy. years. Right. <sighs> it's not like it's been five, six years. <laughs> I mean, the man's, like, how old is he? He's 51 probably, right? Or something like that. Oh, man, that's a great question. How old is he? See if you can look that up real quick, Rock. See, if you had Alexa, you could just scan, scan. I mean, he's fucking with 19, 18, and 17-year-olds. Mostly 17, but apparently he has a fucking real hang-up on 17. You said 51. Yeah, you're right. He's 51 years old. He's fucking with 17-year-olds. Ooh, boy. Damn, Nelly, Nelly is 44. Fucking old, man. Nelly is 44? Yeah. Going down, down, baby... In a Range Rover, boom, boom, baby. Right. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> only thing I know from Nelly. 
E I E I. Uh oh. Uh, how old is Aaliyah? Oh, right. <laughs> she probably she probably escaped from him and just like give me the. Be honest with the, it. She's she purposely overloaded this motherfucker. I don't want to be around this guy anymore. <laughs> she's purposely overloaded that plane. <laughs> she really did because she was flying home to see R. Kelly again. Yeah. She, like, Sorry, guys. I put a lot of bricks in this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think we're getting off the ground, and I kind of purposely want that to happen. Uh, by the way, Golden Globes are happening. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they are. I'm in uh, trying to trying to understand what's going on. It's just kind of weird. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture: Lady Gaga, Nicole Kidman, uh, The Destroyer, Melissa McCarthy. Really? Can you ever forgive me? Rosemary Weinstein in the attendance. Rosemary Pike. You know who Rosemary Pike is, Rock? Rosemary Pike. She's, no, I do not. She's from, Sounds like a coffee you get at Starbucks. She's from uh, Gone Girl. Remember Gone Girl? The Ben Affleck? I do. She yeah. Was, she was the crazy broad in that. Oh. Yeah, that girl was kind of hot. Where she knifed up fucking uh, that fucking Karen guy. Karen likes the crazy. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, I have the uh, Golden Globes on mute, but we can play the. Uh, let's see what the opening monologue sounded like, Rock. Few, oh yeah, a few minutes ago from the Beverly Hill Hilton out there in uh, in California. Wait, who are the hosts? Uh, it's that guy. It's that guy. It's some Asian lady. I forget who the hell they are. Sandberg and Sam, uh, Sandberg and I don't know who the other lady is. To be honest with you, but let's see their monologue. Here we go. Ah, oh, yeah. There's oh, yes. All the celebrities are out there. Here we go. Welcome to the 2019 Golden Glove Awards. Mm. Yeah. We are gonna have. Some fun, give out some awards, and one lucky audience member will host the Oscars. Wow. Boo. Now, some of you may be wondering why the two of us are hosting together. No, none of us are. <laughs> none of us are fucking wondering that at all. Because neither of you could have done it on your own. Right. Because you're both half talents. And the reason is, wow. we're the only two people left in Hollywood who haven't gotten in trouble for saying something offensive. Uh, oh, oh, here we go, Rock Contest. How, uh, how far into this before they mention R. Kelly? Oh. Do you think an R. Kelly... All right, let's put it this way. I don't think so. They, they don't, I'm going to take the... Uh, I guess this would be the under. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, I will say they have one reference to the singer R. Kelly. Maybe not by name. Maybe the name Lifetime, like the channel Lifetime, is mentioned. Something. No, like no, that. no. You, so you're saying they will round about? They're not actually going to use R. Kelly. But it, it has to be some sort of reference to the documentary. And you say it's not going to happen. So you're saying one? I'm taking the under. I say it's not. No, happening. no, no. Just, just say. I'm saying they're going to mention it. You're saying they're never going. They're not going to mention. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Sandra, that reminds me. You know what race of people really gets under my skin? Uh, Andy. The Hollywood half marathon. Because it messes up all the traffic, you know? Oh, yeah. I hate that race of people. It's the worst race of people. Oh, my God. Now we know what you guys are thinking. Andy Samberg. This sucks. Sandra Oh, the two <laughs> racist people in showbiz. This thing's going to be a snoop. But not so fast. 
because you fools are all about to get roasted. Gervais style. Mm-hmm. Hope you're wearing your flip-flops, Hollywood, because we're about to scorch some earth. And Andy Samberg makes me tired. <laughs> it really does. It's like, it, you look at his face and he's like, ah, this fucker's going to try to entertain me and it's going to stink. <laughs> It's just like, uh, I don't want to hear you. How do I speed this up? Yeah. I'm right. Rip it, Andy. All right. Who we got? Who we got? Well, if it isn't Spike Lee. Yeah. Oh, go after the black guy the first thing. It's right. messed up. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fucking pausing on me. God damn it. Really? There we go. You are hot. That's weird. Gina Rodriguez is here. Uh-huh. Yeah, why is that, that weird, Sandra? Because last time I checked, she resided in heaven. What? Sandra O, oh, more like Sandra O, oh, snap. Andy Samberg, more like Andy Slams nerds. Ooh, I love that. Ugh. What else? Who else? No one's even oh, laughing. Michael B. Jordan. Uh-huh. All right, what are they going to say about Michael B. Jordan, Rock? Go ahead. Um... He's not You're, like he's not like Michael Jordan. Yeah, something something, something like, something like he he can't hit baskets. Yeah, he's yeah. no bulls. Uh, yeah, more like Michael B. Buff AF. You a snack, Michael? Your character's name in Creed is Adonis, and it is F. Oh, oh my God! Yes, cut to him. Cut to him crying off that. I want to get the meme. I'm tired. And we can't forget Amy Adams. You know what sucks is that Rock and I are sitting here doing a podcast for how many people? Nine. And this is actually broadcast in around the world. And this is happening. And Rock, <laughs> Rock and I just killed simultaneously across the country. Rock and I just did like a whole monologue on the R. Kelly thing. I think we killed it for about a half hour. We could have done that on the on the stage of Beverly Hills tonight, Rock. And we would have right. been fucking worldwide news. Yeah, they got Andy Samberg doing meme jokes. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, oh, snap, like cut to him because this will be a great meme. That was his punchline. <laughs> I would love to say, I, I mean, I've said this before, you you hosting like an award show, you would just be like, uh, Brad Pitt, I'd suck his dick. <laughs> Back to you, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have said Brad Pitt if that dick had eyes. <laughs> Charlie Steron. Yeah, I banger. What the what? Charlie Steron, the amount of traffic her vagina scene, Christ. You think that'll make the air? I think so. Be one one big fucking dump button. <laughs> I would, I, would need a, I would need a dumb button right next to me. Like, you just hit it every time. But here's uh, the thing. No one at home would hear it, but everyone would be dying right. there, you know? They would, they, would cut, they would cut to the uh, crowd laughing, but no right. one would actually hear my monologue on the broadcast. <laughs> Please welcome Kieran McCann. <laughs> and that's all you would hear of them. <laughs> it's just silence and people... You know, laughing or being offended, walking out, whatever. You know, I, you know. I'm, unfortunately, I can't fit into a tux, so I'll never get to host this. What 
do you mean? You can't fit into a tux. What does that mean? I heard there's actually a uh, a, a clothing store in New York City that makes uh, tailored clothes for guys like 5'7 and under. Did you know that? Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying you can't find a... You couldn't find a tux? Oh, I need one like tailored, Rock. I need it tailored because... I don't want to get away from the subject matter at hand. Andy Samberg fucking bombing at the goddamn Golden Globes. But, I'm sorry, but this is actually interesting. But I, I, it's I, such a unique I have, to, I have to have a tailored fucking uh, tuxedo rock. I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, you're an uppity son of a bitch. That's why I got to have a tailored. I got to call up uh, Kevin Hart and find out where he shops. <laughs> right. I'm a little taller than Kevin Hart, but uh, uh, we're, Just in a, a little. we're in the same area. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, I'm writing lessons on uh, monologues right now. Here we go. Uh, cool teacher. Here's uh, more uh, Annie Samberg. And who is the... Uh, this girl's from the movie Sideways. Cho, right? Isn't she something Cho? No, not Margaret Cho. <laughs> She's from the movie Sideways. I loved her in that, too. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. What's her name? She played the, played the hua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was getting pounded on the fucking... See? Bed. We could totally do this. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, it's the Cho lady. He's like, no, it's not Marjorie Cho. I think the only thing uh, great about Andy Samberg is his chin. He's got a big fucking Jay Leno type chin. Things like a brick. He could probably take a punch. Hmm. Which is, uh, all right, whatever. Back to these motherfuckers. Suddenly you're nominated <laughs> for multiple globes tonight. Mm, Amy Adams. Hey, yeah. sign me Amy. up. Save some for the rest of us, you mega-talented piece of dog crap. Take your lumps. Take your lumps, Amy. Yeah, and then, of course, there's uh, Jeff Bridges, right? Mr. <laughs> Cecil B. DeMille Award himself. Hey, Jeff. I wish you were my dad. <laughs> and Bridges is canceled. You're canceled, Dad. Bye, David Spade. Ref. Lauren knows what I'm talking about. Hey, is this uh, is this monologue pointless? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, but it is. It's a reflection of the woke movement. That's what it is. Oh, because everything's got to be very uh, PC, right. and very and, PC, and very nothing, nothing edgy. That's what it is, Rock. This is it. This is an example of the Me Too woke mo movement. That's what it is. That's what this is what your entertainment's gonna look like, people in the future. Well, that was fun. It was fun. Should we uh, head home? No, no. There's a lot more. Black Panther is nominated tonight for Best Picture Drama. Uh, now this should <laughs> this should be edgy. This next joke should be edgy. Of course, you would say that. It should. Be, it, and TJ would agree with me in the chat room. This should be edgy. This should, it's a Black Panther. What is it going to be, Rock? What is the punchline? You give it to me. Black Panther. Wait, sorry, what was the setup again? Something about Black Panther? Black what do you Panther! Say? Black Panther! I think that was the setup. That was Black <laughs> Panther! Yeah. Black Panther! That's, it. That's my impression of Andy Samberg. Oh, Black Panther! <laughs> Fucking Andy Samberg. Christ, somebody should hit this. Panther? Somebody needs oh. to hit this motherfucker with a Prius. Just a terrible car. <laughs> just, he doesn't even get a nice I car. I know, he shouldn't be hit by anything manly. Just a fucking shitty fucking <laughs> hybrid piece of shit. Go ahead. What is the punchline to the Black Panther joke? Here we go. Obviously, the setup is Black Panther, Black Panther. Go ahead, Rock. I mean, it should have been White Panther. <laughs> That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> Here we go. 
It is the third highest grossing movie of all time in the US, which just goes to show people want more movies where the characters ride around in rhinoceroses like they're horses. I have been saying this for years, Hollywood. Jeez, calm down, Sandra. I will not. Then don't. I won't. Okay. It was another Ugh. huge year for director Ryan Coogler, a fellow Bay Area native. Yeah. You know, if you told this would me be like a bad podcast. <laughs> like this is a terrible podcast. <laughs> if any podcaster came on and just did this same exact monologue, people would just be like, "Fuck this! I'll listen to the next episode. This one kind of bombs." As a kid growing up in the Bay, there'd be a movie called Black Panther that starts off in Oakland. This is not what I would have imagined. Ryan, were there like a bunch of old members of the actual Black Panther party saying, I can't even get an audition? <laughs> just kidding, they were all framed and murdered for wanting justice and equality. The world is and always has been a nightmare. It just seems worse now because of our phones. What else happened this year? That was actually funny. The Star is Born, starring that was good. Cooper and Lady Gaga, is nominated for Best Motion Picture. By the way, Lady Gaga's dressed like, uh, like candy cane. Just like a candy like cane. Candy cane? Like a uh, uh, blueberry candy cane, I think. Oh. Yeah. Drama. Yes. And their performances were incredible. And it just proves, and I, I'm just coming up with this now, that there can be 100 people in the room yeah. and 99 don't believe in you. And you just need one to believe in you. <laughs> and that was Bradley Cooper. Sandra, I couldn't agree with you more. I was just thinking, you know, totally off the cuff. There could be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you and you just need one to believe in you. And that, quite frankly, was Bradley Cooper. So true, so true. Yeah. Crazy. I think a simple, uh, I think a simple um, Bradley Cooper, I'd suck his dick, would work so much better. <laughs> a lot of dick jokes coming from Rock. If Rock was the monologue writer, a lot of dick jokes, I feel like. Yeah. Like that just went on way too long. I, I I just tapped out. It was just cool too many words being said. Cool teacher on the monologue being played right now on the radio show. It's too mono long. <laughs> right. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, yes, Lady Gaga said the same thing in like 45 interviews. lead since Ghost in the Shell and Aloha. Uh, that's actually funny. Is it? Because it was supposed to be and they weren't. Crazy Rich Asians made over $200 million at the box office. Said Asian moms everywhere. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cut to my mom. Someone should cut to my mom right now. <laughs> Yeah, they cut for a mom. This is this, this is painful. Yeah, say, yeah. She didn't seem so impressed. What do I feel like tomorrow on all the radio shows tomorrow and all the today shows and everything? It would just they just flip the script and they just say this is the greatest monologue they've ever heard on the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, you I wouldn't and I, be surprised. I know, fiance. You know. I feel like I feel like I, I feel like it's no no country for old men. <laughs> Like you know, hey, how the I, thing, though. it's like getting so it's getting so watered down. Like why even bother with the open monologue anyway? Well, yeah, just give the fucking awards out. Here's fucking awards. Here's fucking Hugh Grant to give out the <laughs> best hooker on fucking Rodeo nice. Drive. <laughs> here's R. Kelly for the best dope in a bucket. Right. 
Uh, no uh, R. Kelly reference so far. We got to get to the end of this to see no, if there's there an R. Kelly. No R. Kelly. There's never going to be. I uh, now I completely agree with Rocket. There's going to be no R. Kelly reference. Yeah, it is so watered out. This is the uh, most watered out. So uh, cheers to uh, Crazy Rich Asians. You guys deserve a drink. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we start getting sloppy, I gotta take care of my people so they don't get the Asian flush. Garçon, a round of Pepsi AC right there. Oh, uh, there's a guy in the audience. Giving out Pepsi AC. Flush. Don't worry, this job joke's not for you. Copy that. <laughs> but I will say, if we've got a bunch of antacid out, you might want to send some to the Kaminsky method table. Just a hunch, reflux city over there. <laughs> because they're old. Vice it's is a... the most nominated film of the night. Yeah. Vice. Vice is an intense. Vice. That's that uh, one with the motherfucker playing Dick Cheney. Batman playing oh, Dick right, Cheney. Right, right, right. Wow, that was the most uh, nominated? I'm Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new Batman. Yeah. I'm, I'm Dick Cheney. Cheney. I'm, Dick. <laughs> I'm Dick Cheney. Drama about Dick Cheney. But it's actually up for best musical or comedy because it erroneously invaded the wrong category based on false intelligence. Bohemian Rhapsody was a massive hit this year. Or Freddie Mercury's teeth throughout the entire film. Yeah, can you imagine how hard that must have been? I mean, first of all, you have to get the family's permission to exhume the body. I don't even know where you would begin with that conversation. Oh, they weren't? Oh, really? Well, I'm sure it's still hard. Claire Foy is nominated I'm for tired. her work in First Man. Just get to the fucking really? awards. Get to the awards. No one gives a shit about your crappy jokes. And you don't need to mention everybody who fucking is in, te- in attendance in the audience? No, not everybody has needs to get the limelight or their mention named. Their name mentioned. Mention named. <laughs> uh. I think they should do like a, a run through the night before, and if if the opening monologue doesn't kill, just scrap it. Just go right to the awards. Right. Don't even bother. Just yeah. When's the like, last? Give it a try, and if it doesn't kill, like if it's not stellar from right. beginning to end, just be like, you know what? We tried. Let's try again next year. No one's really laughing at any of these fucking jokes. No one. No one. No one. Yeah. Yeah. Very polite First laughing. man is also how studios look for directors. First man. If no man available, then pair of man. Then team of man. Then eventually, maybe woman. Do you think she's happy By she's doing these jokes? Like, <laughs> does she seem like, yeah, I'm into this? Rock said the same thing at Caroline's back in 2008. That was a Bonnie right. McFarlane reference. Uh, right. By the way, I I looked at your face when she was doing that last line that I just played, yeah. and yeah. your your face your face had the your fucking gives a shit. <laughs> the same fucking face you had at Caroline's in two thousand eight. Yeah. <laughs> Shockingly accurate. Uh, there are some amazing television shows nominated uh, tonight. Christ. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is nominated. Who again gives a shit? The there's, there's so much shit on TV. Don't mention everything. Let's go through everything. It's like a TV guy. I know. <laughs> fucking Christ. And okay, we have it. It's 7 p.m. We haven't made it to the fucking History Channel yet, so let's mention all that crap. <laughs> fucking Christ. There's so much shit. It's not fucking Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC anymore. It's a million things. We don't need to mention every fucking thing. 
Right. Is sit up and say, wait, is this anti-Semitic? This is the longest six minutes and nine seconds I've ever heard in my life. Stop it. This is That's six all minutes been. and nine seconds. That's all it's been. Holy shit. Oh, God. Darren Chris of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse is here. Oh. I don't know who the fuck that what is. else? is nominated for his show, Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he looks like a psycho. And, uh, yeah. And I gotta say, I knew Jim Carrey's paintings, but I had no idea he had done acting. He was really good. Although I am seeing that Jim Carrey's sitting up front tonight in the movie section, even though he's nominated for a TV show. Ooh, yeah, that's mm. not gonna work. I'm so sorry, Jim, but we're gonna have to ask you to vacate the movie section and go sit with the TV folk. <laughs> You're kidding, right? But you're on Kidding, and that's on TV, so... Yeah, it's awkward, because you're a hero, but we do have to ask you to move. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, uh, uh, Getting tired. I just finished the film. <laughs> it's called Sonic the Hedgehog. comes out in November. Oh. Well... Oh, now they have a guy, like, year, I'm sure kind of moving pretty funny. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Should I take my dinner, too? I wouldn't want to leave any of my DNA in the film section. Yeah, yeah. Jim... Please don't make this any harder than it already is. Yeah. Yeah. This is tired. I can't hear you. All right, get to I the fucking awards. Moving, but there's a delay. No R. Kelly though. No R. Kelly. <laughs> Not yet. It takes a long time for the sound to get this far. Yeah. Okay, Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank we appreciate you. it. Yeah. Little banter in the crowd. <laughs> the crowd banter. Now, I, I know we're up here joking, but honestly, Are you really? Note, this year we saw incredible <laughs> work. Is it not over yet? Is it not this over? Is they always say, like, these shows go on too long. Quit the fucking monologue. I haven't heard one joke yet. Rock liked one. I sort of liked one line that he had. So two out of two out of fucking seven minutes. Come on. Panther, crazy Rich Asians. If Beale Street could talk. Red light these clothes, motherfuckers. Black Klansmen and many more. And... They're not just here tonight because they resonated with audiences Hollywood often ignores. They're here because they told stories that resonated with everyone. And that is truly a beautiful thing. Wow, Andy, can I just say that you just read all of my lines off the teleprompter. What? No, those were mine. Here, let me keep going. When I was growing up in Canada, the daughter of Korean immigrants. Okay, oh no, my you're god, right. this is so totally your stuff. I know. Oh my god, I just totally wiped you. Go home speech. and play with your kids. This is how it happens. <laughs> That's not how it happens. What an amazing learning experience for me. Okay, please stop talking. You got it. Yes. What's your name? But, Fuck uh, you. That's my name. Here, in all honesty. I said yes <laughs> to the fear of being on this sit stage Where's tonight. Where's your money trade, you stupid fucking Because cunt, you I idiot. wanted to be here to look out into this audience and witness this moment of change. And I'm not fooling myself. Oh, no. I'm not fooling myself. Next year could be different. It probably will be. But right now, this moment is real. This Trust is me. the moment. It is real. Yeah. That flow rider. Because something? I see you. <laughs> is she being real? And I see you. I think she's being real. All these faces of change. People and are now, laughing at her thing. So now people don't know what to do now. 
Moment of change, Rock. Thank presenter. God. He discovered Allie and she discovered Fuck. him in the garage. Please welcome right, Bradley right. Cooper and Lady Gaga. Fuck off. There we go. We're done. Wow. Ugh. That could have been cut. Uh, three quarters of that could have been taken out. Oh my God, Rocket. That was way too long. I am, I apologize for even playing that. That was so yeah, fucking was, long that was, that was and tiresome. That was incredibly tiresome. Yeah. That was the worst fucking monologue I've ever seen since I, last week's uh, Lunatic Radio Show. Yeah, my opening monologue <laughs> on the last show. Or <laughs> I opened up and said, "I don't know what I'm going to talk about today." <laughs> <laughs> it equated to that. That entire monologue equated oh, to that. That was just like, like if if that if I were in an elevator and those two got in the elevator at, at some floor and they just did that same monologue. To me, I would fucking, I would die. <laughs> that would Slit be, your wrist. That would be the longest fucking elevator ride. That would be amazing. Here's waiting on an elevator, and those two walk in. He just starts screaming, "No!" Takes out a pocket knife, slits his own wrist. Yeah, we, we TJ the mayor. Let's get some edgy black jokes and some shitty gay jokes going on. Jesus. <laughs> oh, is he talking about us? Yeah. Do we do that stuff? That's what we do every fucking time. Let's steal our bit. I'm fucking. I'm di very disappointed in the fucking Golden Glabs, Rock. Yeah, it's it's very it's very PC this year, and and ultimately, you know, the ratings are going to dictate if it's the future or not. You know, yeah. I was wondering before with the with the game uh, with the uh, Bears Eagles playoff hmm. game before it, right? And, and the potential for it going into overtime, it would have been mathematically very difficult, but hmm. it was right up against the Golden Globes, and if it were to go into overtime. I'm assuming crazy, that would have delayed the crazy, start of the Golden Globe, probably, or maybe not. Right. But my thing, I was thinking, it was like, I wonder if actually pe more people are watching the football game than they will the Golden Globes. Uh, I'm curious to see, to find out uh, I, when they, I guess, release that in a few days. After that monologue, I can't believe anybody's watching the Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's not going to, you know. That was supposed to be the entertaining portion of the Golden Globe. Like the funny thing to get you all pepped right. up for, all, you know, seeing people fucking thank their agents for the next three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, the end of the bear game uh, happened like this. Here we go. Crazy. And upright. Crossbar. And, oh, and season over for the bears. Season over for the bears. That was about as great as the monologue. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to take a break. I got to regroup after that. I'm going to take a break and we'll come back with uh, some more shit on the lunaticradio.com show right after these words. You're listening to the Lunatic Radio Show on the tweeters at Lunatic Radio. Stand Good up. Bar. I'm bombed on a boat, Karen. I bombed on a motherfucking boat. Well, was a really, party boat. Really nowhere to go from there. It was in the beginning of the party, so I had to sail with them niggas. I had to sail with him until I got back, so I was just sitting in the corner, walking back and forth with the waves. Because I bomb, you don't want to party, you don't want to do the electric slide when you bomb, baby. That was a black party. They hated my ass. They hated me. Oh Wait, my so, god, they hated. So me. you bombed on a boat and you couldn't. There was nowhere else to go and once then, you were done. Here go the DJ. The DJ put me on death row. DJ, ready, Chris? 
DJ put me on death row. They partying already, drinking, carrying the fuck on. The DJ scratches the music off. Oh, yeah, we got some nigga doing comedy downstairs, y'all. So I'm going to cut this music off, and you'll go down there and go watch a perfect stranger fuck up your inside party. It's the whole family. It's the whole goddamn family. And I'm just standing up while they sitting down. I was, like, doing comedy in front of the cake. Oh, God, it was the worst. I'm gonna the kill chicken. the whole vibe of everybody's enjoyment right now, oh, and you gotta go they listen to this. They didn't even look at me. They was eating, but like looking off and like doing that that scoff chuckle that niggas do yeah. when they see a black dude that's not in a black circle. Oh, they gave me that. <laughs> they was like, I remember, I was like, yeah, man. I was saying shit. I'm here. By the end of the set, I told him I was going to do my whole time because I got paid already, right? So I was like, I'm just going to stay up here and do my shit. Fuck y'all. I mean, I'm just like the family, blah, blah, blah. And then the cousins start standing up. The cousins, the, the, the comedians in the family start standing up, snapping on me. So I had to go back and forth with them. Right, right, right. So I was like, forget that. I looked at my clock. Finally, I had a minute left. I got 60 seconds left. And I swear to God, the birthday girl who is turning 56, I swear to God, Chris, she stood up for the whole family birthday girl because you know they're going to listen. They was like, she was a verbatim. Are you ready for this? She's 56 years old. She said, uh-uh, nigga. You got 10 seconds left. 10, <laughs> 9, 8. Then the whole family joined in like a fucking oh choir. 7, 6, 5, oh. four. And then I had to go upstairs. So the woman that booked me was pissed. So she came up to me. She was like, I'd like some of my money back. I was like, it's not going to happen because you set me up for the bullshit. So I'm going to enjoy this little fish plate that y'all gave me. I appreciate it. Is this white the gravy with the bacon? <laughs> the I was like, this is nice. part of this is that you can't get off the boat. Can't get off can't, the boat. Yeah, yeah, so I got to sit there and be mad. How long before you got off the boat? It was two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> because they had to go re-drink to get back into the fucking zone. So you got to understand, at first, they was all pissed. Like, who the fuck? What was that? <laughs> and then they started drinking and carrying on. Oh, he all right, I guess. Let him stay in the corner, though. So it's like, and on top of that, my boy that gave me the gig, the girl didn't tell me it was an all-white party. I walked on there with a pair of jeans and an orange polo shirt. Oh, shit. Been like a whole dickhead. Was so this I, New York City? No, this is Philadelphia. I was oh on the spirit of Philadelphia. <laughs> spirit. I'm on the Delaware River at that, bombing. At that point, they should just give you a life raft. Cheers. Cheers. It was so bad. It's like if the boat was on fire, it would look like a Viking's funeral. That's how bad, like, it was just, you know, they send you off in the burnt boat. Off in, in yeah. fucking, this fucking, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Donations. Donations. Donation. I thought it was trash. <laughs> do that every fucking time. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even on a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay so for any of the expenses for the show and helps us keep going and, you know, not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. Oh, right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com. Keith Evans. John Mayer. Kelly Clarkson. These celebrities have something in common. They don't follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. That's awful! Join the cool kids on the internet. Absolutely. Find us on Twitter. At Lunatic Radio is our handle. Find out when the show is broadcasting. Make your choice for Hottie of the Week. And whose turn it is to take Taylor Swift. Dude, I gotta take this call. You gotta take a call. Yeah. Well, 
God damn it. No! What the fuck? Just shut everything off. We're done. It's, nice. it's over. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Hit us up with a follow. <clears throat> yeah. Hello. LR Show. Kira Rock hanging out with you. On the social media is at Lunatic Radio across the board. I'm watching the Oscars right now. Caller Burnett's up on the uh, stage. What are the Golden Globes? Uh, Caller Burnett is what um, Kathy Griffin's going to look like in about two weeks. <laughs> That's a good joke. I should be hosting. That would have been good. That would have been clean enough. <laughs> I could have done that in my monologue at the Absolutely. fucking Golden Globe. By the way, I wanted to drive to Beverly Hills today, Rock, and get on the red carpet and ask all the celebrities using R. Kelly lyrics. You know what I mean? Ask questions of the celebrities using R. Kelly lyrics. Like, for example, hey, uh, fucking Brad Pitt, how you doing, man? You look great. Yeah, uh, welcome to the Golden Globes. It's great. Uh, do you believe you can fly? <laughs> and just let him see if he gets why I'm saying that. Because R. Kelly's in the news, and obviously he's a, a fucking creep. Here, you know, you probably could have got some sort of press pass. I know. I should have tried. Next year, Rock. There's so, there's so many things you could be doing. You're not that far from L.A. I know. I should get over there and start fucking banging, bro. Banging cocktail, Rich. Just two at a time, Rock. Hearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, There's so many things you could be taking advantage of with a press pass, and you I just sh- don't. I should be fucking at the Chateau Marmont. Yes. <laughs> what is that? Is that the place? Yeah, Chateau. I've been there. Chateau Marmont. That's why I mention it, because I know every time you've been to L.A., you've been to the Chateau Marmont. And <laughs> you always talk about it. I'm just like, I don't know. I think that's the place Rock goes. I got to go there. I know. I, was, I mentioned it to my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, if we go to L.A., because uh, she has family that lives too far. We're like, we got a little Chateau Marmont. Why? <laughs> because I want to take a selfie and share it. Because <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, because I've been there. there. I've been, been there. there. You got points. You'd be like, you know, like, hey, I know you. Hey, I only hey, want to go to the. Sh- yeah, right. I only want to go there so I can fucking text Karen that I'm at the Chateau Marmont. <laughs> God damn it. What was the name of it? Chateau. Am I saying it right? I don't even know. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you are. Chateau Marmont. Chateau Marmont. Chateau Marmont. Uh, Rock, I haven't seen you in a long time. And you know who's going to uh, the court tomorrow? Uh, Kevin Spacey. And I was, oh, right. So, yeah, he couldn't get out of it. He, he tried to, he tried to he get tried out to of it. wiggle his way out of that shit. I wanted to get your thoughts on the strange uh, video that he put out. Uh, Christmas Eve called uh, Let Me Be Frank. Yeah, he 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 was always a bizarre dude. I mean, listen, I've always believed this, and, and I know a lot of people who are in the industry personally, mm-hmm. but here's the reality of it. You, you have to be, and I, I'm trying to you choose my words carefully, you have to be a unique person to be an actor. You Your job is to show up Go in front of a camera and be something completely different than who you are. Right. And be completely believable. Right. Are you right. saying that most actors are probably awkward when they're themselves? I don't know if it's awkward. I think awkward might be 
too uh, socially specific. socially awkward. But, but that's why I say unique because mm. you take on trait. Everyone's they're not all the same. I, I don't want to generalize. I mean, actors they, they all have their own little personalities and their own little oh, ways. Hold on a second. Tay Dizzle's up on stage at the Golden Globe. Holy um, shit, Taylor Swift. Hi. Hi. Fuck. Looking good. Right. Thanks. You gotta see. It's our pleasure to present two Golden Globes. The first is to the goddamn T Swizzle. Create suspense, excitement. My lord, rock! I watched T Swizzle uh, on Netflix. Her whole concert (laughs) with my pants down. Isle of Dogs, Alexandra Desplat. Uh, whatever. Kieran, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were talking about Tyler Perry. I thought you were getting all excited because no. Taylor Swift, I swear to God, the the older she gets, the prettier she is. Is that the award show? Yeah. Tim Horowitz, yeah. first man. Yeah, I don't know. But, oh my God, she's gorgeous tonight. T Swizzle, you're you're a Swift fan. Your team seems Swizzle. I think she's gorgeous. That's the thing. I mean, she's just gorgeous. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. Here it is. Oh, she's coming out with uh, DJ appearing at Coachella. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. That guy. That guy's He's a DJ. Be at Coachella. He's a DJ. Yes, he's going to be at Coachella. He's a he's an actor though. This, it is actually the biggest news about Coachella is that he is going to be performing it. Wait, he's an actor, but also he's a DJ on the side. You can only say it so many times, Kieran. He is a DJ. Do it again, like Andy Samberg would with all of his punchlines. <laughs> One more. One more time, Andy Samberg. <laughs> Kieran, <laughs> Andrew Elba's in the audience. He is an amazing <laughs> DJ. All right, now I got it. The last, the last time. Oh, by the way, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll go back to the Kevin Spacey thing at the end of the show. Fuck, fuck him right now. Uh, what do you think about? He's guilty. He's guilty. What do you think about uh, this rock? The 50th anniversary concert coming up this August is already proving to be a hot ticket. If you don't have a hotel room booked, you could be out of luck now. Most accommodations in Sullivan County are already sold out. Last week, the Bethel Woods Center for the Arts, located on the original Woodstock concert site, announced that it will hold the 50th anniversary event from August 16th through the 18th. Now that was a story about all the uh, the hotels being sold out in Woodstock Rock because they're having a 50th anniversary concert from August 16th to August 19th of 2019 projected headliners, Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, The Who, Bon Jovi, your thoughts go ahead rock. I think it's I think that's a great idea. I, it's I haven't seen the full lineup but based on what you're saying I like where they're at. They have a little mix of old and new. Mm. Um, I'm think, not terribly surprised. Because how many hotels are really still up there? Um, I think Rock and I and TJ the Mayor, Chris Italia. No, I know Rock's going to hate that. And uh, Leroy what? Leroy Jenkins will stand on the side of the stage, I'm sure. <laughs> we Wait, should, what would I hate? We, we would, no, I'm kidding. I'm just I'm, I'm busting your balls because I feel like you and Chris don't get along. I don't know why. What do you know? We, you know, we we text. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we should host Woodstock. We should be the guys who do the opening monologue for Woodstock this year, Rock. Because it's our home state. It's New York. Wait. Do they do monologues? At yeah, Woodstock? don't they? Don't they do monologues at fucking big music festivals? Wait, I just I just saw myself. I that looked so fucking gay. When I just waved my hand. <laughs> That's terrible. I just. Uh. Uh, what do you think about uh, Pearl Jam? What do you think about the headliner ideas for Woodstock, uh, the 50th anniversary? What do oh, you think? this is in fact, you're just throwing out names? Well, no, actually that was printed in an article. That I was- think it makes a lot of sense. I think I think it's it's um, 
good solid choices that make sense Foo fighters and pearl jam you know they, they range many years and it makes a lot of sense mm. um you know the who obviously i mean who's even alive still get elo can you get electric light or who's even alive still that's a joke <laughs> <laughs> by the way uh our opening uh joke uh, uh when we do our monologue at woodstock it'd be like hey welcome to woodcock that's a cool teacher joke. Yeah. Steal her jokes. I'll have her write the whole monologue. We'll just repeat her fucking line. Dude, they should have like Dead and Company perform. I think that would be pretty cool. Dead and Company? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? I don't know who that is. It's uh, the Grateful Dead revival. It's like whoever's alive oh, and with John Mayer. John Mayer. <laughs> By the way, John Mayer gave us a like the other day, Rock. <laughs> what? Yeah, how, how fucking random is that that you bring up John Mayer? I haven't, I haven't thought about I haven't, I haven't thought about John Mayer in a long time since <laughs> since your dreams the other night <laughs> since he was finger banging Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, you in the corner watching? I can put that up on Instagram and see if he likes that. <laughs> <laughs> he like hate great fake accounts and like it. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, who else would I like to see there? Uh, I think Fish would be very appropriate for you know, Woodstock you, 50. You know who I like to see there? Tool. Yes. Because Tool, Yes, an article just was printed the other day that I read that Tool, James Maynard Keenan, stated yeah. that Tool's latest album is being mixed. Now, wow. fans are skeptical that, you know, that's actually happening because it takes them a long time. To finish tool projects because apparently they don't, you know, they take a while. But yeah. if they actually are having an album mixed, that is the perfect place to go and bring back tool. First, I, was, I just the other day I was thinking about tool. I've been listening yeah. to their old stuff lately, you know, and I was just realizing, like, fuck, man, if they come out with a new album, people are gonna go berserk because they are long overdue, and, and rock music needs needs them back. And by the way, this fucking concert, I will be so pissed. If that is not on pay-per-view for four fucking days, I will be so fucking pissed if that's not available for me to watch from the comfort of my own, own home. I want to watch everything with the Woodstock concert. I, don't you want to do that? Coachella's got it down, man. They, they got a YouTube deal. You can watch it on YouTube whenever. It's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah, or whatever. Actually. Whatever. I want to watch it. I want to watch the headliners, too, because Coachella cuts out the headliners. Don't they? Oh, was, oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I I, I know I, I know. I'm past year. I feel like with the, they didn't cut out Beyonce though. But no. I know I know in past years they cut out the headliner. Like when Guns N' Roses was headlining, they would cut them out. Like you could watch oh, everything else, but you couldn't watch. But I would love to fucking watch. I would I would literally get some beers. You know, take some days mm-hmm. off from work to watch it. Because we used to do that back in the day when uh, at the. Uh, the first Woodstock, not the one with fucking Limp Biscuit and corn fucking. Yeah, is Limp Biscuit going to be at this Woodstock? <laughs> yeah! I'm feeling those lighters. Yeah. Feeling those yeah. lighters. <laughs> what a dick. Fucking bring out goddamn the guy from Stained again. All right, we get it. You oh, like, like you play surfing on a fucking fence. <laughs> uh, bring bring back Creed. <laughs> Show images of. Uh, Little what was that Joey E guy, the Kid Rock guy? They should have Sugar Man perform at Woodstock. Yeah, Sugar Man. Why does Rod- it sound familiar? Rod- Rodriguez. Rodriguez. He's the uh, that, that's a that's the reference to uh, a documentary called Sugar Man. 
Oh, yeah. A local that. artist from the Detroit area who uh, yes, made music, right. and apparently that music never made it in the United States, but it became the uh, the uh, soundtrack for the apartheid movement in South Africa. Well, here's a, that's right. But but here's the thing: if if someone from Detroit is going to be at Woodstock, it's going to be Kid Rock over uh, fucking oh, fucking yeah, Kid Rock and. Uh, Coast guy. I hope he's there the fucking name. promoting his Kid Rock bar in fucking Nashville. Fucking D bag. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't even listening to you. I just wanted to get to hammering Kid Rock points. <laughs> I hate Kid Rock. Objectives for the day. Yeah, I'm cocky and I said, what? It ain't bragging, motherfucker, if you back it up. That was literally a fucking lyric he had. <laughs> gonna, is he going to run for president? Huh? Is he going to run for president? Uh, he might as well. Why, why not? Does, I mean, everybody is. I mean, now, like, politicians are, are calling like, the president of the United States, motherfucker. I mean, it is. Are they called him a money? We called this. We called this years ago. I know. Idiocracy is reality. We are getting so close. Hector Camacho Mountain Dew. <laughs> he's I coming. Mean, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. I got this guy. Not sure. And he's going to fix everything. <laughs> I got this plan. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking Christ! I I truly plants crave. I truly believe, Rock. I truly believe that Donald Trump's presidency, the entire thing, and the reason why he puts himself in the news and says he's outlandish shit every day or every week or whatever, or is a new something new every. I I it's a fucking distraction from something that's happening. Behind closed doors or with the real powers that be that it's really fucking over the United States. So they have Donald Trump in the office to get, you know, the American, you know, average Joe's fucking attention. So we're focused on Donald Trump calling him a prick. And this guy sucks. I can't believe he's ruining America and this and that. Meanwhile, there are the powers that be behind closed doors actually doing work and fucking us over. That's what I actually believe is happening in this country. I don't think Donald Trump's the real president. He ain't doing yeah. shit. He's just a noisemaker. Right? I think that's what's no, happening. I believe that. Absolutely. I believe that. I believe that. I watched I watched a, uh, a movie called Kill the Messenger on Netflix the other day, and it was about a fucking reporter. Yeah, apparently, it's a true story. I think it's a true story. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> it's like how Fargo is a true story. But it's about a guy who found out that... Um, I guess it was like uh, it was during the Reagan era where like Nicaragua, uh, some, some about fucking drugs or like, well, anyway, <laughs> some about drugs. Apparently, this writer found out that the Washington was allowing drugs to come into the country and be sold on the streets of California, Los Angeles area to fuel, to generate money to uh, uh, produce guns to give to like a. Some sort of fucking Nicaraguan fucking Ugh, racist something, you know, to fight a war. So we're using drug money to fight a war, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucking kind of shitty. And and apparently Washington obviously wouldn't fucking, the CIA knew about it and all this stuff. And, and they wouldn't, uh, obviously they wouldn't admit to it. And reporters that have found out like that was happening before, before this guy did, were killed and stuff. And it was a whole conspiracy thing, you know, back channeling crap and you know whatever but i was like wow that's kind of like that's kind of shady to do like we're selling drugs like like washington is selling drugs to the general public in los angeles uh to raise money 
and use that money to fight a war, which is... Where did you hear this? It was in a movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> but I think it's true. Because they like, I don't know. I think I think it's based on a true story. You can look it up. Kill the Mester. See if that's based on a true story, Brock. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, it's look that up, Brock. Who knows? I can't type. Who knows? This you can't type. Kill the messenger. Well, I'm saying it's like some shady shit happens. You know, shady shit happens. There's shady shit all the time. Yeah. So it's not that far fetched to think that fucking Donald Trump's presidency is complete fucking, you know. Fraud. It's just a show. It's the whole, a show. It's, it's a, a front. Show. Yeah, it's a front. It's like a bodega. It's a, it's a complete front. Well, uh, speaking of uh, but it sounds news, like what, we, uh, where are we at with the El Chapo case? Uh, well, uh, now we're bored with it I, because that's. <laughs> I don't ever like. It was funny. Like El Chapo's uh, wife is on Instagram. <laughs> you follow her? No, that I actually thought about it one day, and I was like, man, I don't want to fucking follow her. I'm scared to. <laughs> Honestly, that, that's a fair thing to think. I'm scared to follow her. You know what I mean? And that's all I'm going to say about it. Because I'm not going to yeah, really. Like, that motherfucker is scary. And I don't mean to call him motherfucker. I kind of like the guy. You know what I mean? I don't even know much about you, but I'm, I'm sorry you're going through what you're doing on Chapel. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, you know, but I, I did see, like, I was like, man, El Chapo's wife is on Instagram. Who in their right mind would follow her? <laughs> Who would? I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be like, I don't want El Chapo one day going through her fucking followers and going, man, who are these fucking scumbags? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's terrible. But I think he's innocent, so yeah, it's all good. Completely innocent of everything. I hope he's home for Christmas next year. Yeah. Well, Christmas already passed. So. Even sooner. Sooner than that. Innocent of all charges, much like R. Kelly. Right. And uh, I am going to be sleeping with one eye open for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't even think that's going to help. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in a bulletproof case. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, somebody won on the Oscars. Let's see who it is. It's him in the Beale Street Talk. Not oh, yeah. the Bears. Who gives a shit? Not the Bears. Uh... Yeah, let's me let me be frank. So let's get back to Kevin Spacey. What do you think, Rob? Oh, right, we were talking about it. Yeah, he is, he is guilty, guilty, guilty. I don't even know the story. I, that was my whole thing. I was trying to get to is like, there's some crazy people out there, man, and and actors. I don't know. There's a lot of unique people out there and crazy fetishes and interests and taking advantage of their power. Mm. And that video basically said he was guilty because why would you in your right mind do something like that and put that out there like that mm. in that way as a character of all things right. very very odd yeah it, um, it, it is uh it is a strange strange i have a little bit of it here here's uh kevin spacey from his uh christmas eve let me be frank where he plays frank underwood but yet he's talking about the real life of kevin spacey i think is that what he was doing? I don't even know what the fuck he was doing. He was doing Frank Underwood. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. 
But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Of course, that's America. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. Somebody reports in the New York Post that he did something wrong. We're like, yep, he did. That's <laughs> it. It's guilty. Guilty. Eliminate him. And guilty. Who's next? <laughs> you know what's the most terrifying fucking job these days? What do you think the most terrifying job these days is, Rock, in the world of entertainment? Being a radio DJ or a stand-up comedian? Stand-up comedian? Both. You can lose your jobs. Both, yeah. I mean, mean, not what we do here because we don't have a boss other than, like, YouTube. That would be our boss. we're not on radio or comedians. Right, yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, imagine being on the airwaves somewhere. You know, at any fucking second, you could just say the wrong thing or come off the wrong way and have the wrong tone, and you're, you're done. Goodbye. You know what I mean? Because it's you know, yeah, yeah, yes. That's fuck scary. Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. I will point out the fact Listen that look at him. Look how creepy he sounds. What yet. is he doing? Well, he's playing Frank Underwood, so he figures he can get away with it. After he posted anyway, on YouTube, we got an email from his from his uh, agent. I'm out. Period. <laughs> yeah, it just said Slatron. <laughs> Presumption made for such an unsatisfying later skates. <laughs> yeah. Audi I 5000. Yeah. And to think it could have been such a memorable send off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, and not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Well, you know what? I agree with him right there, Rock. What do you think? Even if he's playing the character of Frank uh, Underwood and he's a little nuts and he is going to court tomorrow. Uh, the face charges on of fondling an 18 year old boy in a bar. Um, I agree with him. That's the, that, that, that right there, what he just said is what America should live by. Frank Underwood, you're right, right there. Kevin Spacey, you crazy motherfucker. I don't know what the hell you, who you're playing right now or what you're actually talking about, but what you just said right here. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. That is, that's it. That, that's right. That's a good saying. That still doesn't mean that what he did was wrong. I'm not talking about anything. I'm not talking about in reference to him and his allegations. I'm talking oh, about oh. in general sense. What he just said oh. there is what America should live by. We're not afraid. Mm. We can say what we want. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. Yeah. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules. Like I obviously we all heard it. It's just like why is he playing a character? Why is he playing a character? Like that's how crazy he is. He's a crazy son of a bitch. Some crazy. Hopefully, at that dinner party right there, R. Kelly was standing off camera. And they were just gonna hang no, out. No, R. Kelly probably watched the YouTube. Video. This guy is crazy. Yeah. Man, this these white motherfuckers are nuts. <laughs> this guy's berserk. Uh, yeah, R. Kelly's a flirt. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a flirt. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's a he's a jail dodger. He somehow skirts that. <laughs> he somehow finds I'm, a way, man. I'm, uh, I'm a f- yeah, he's something. I'm leading the cult. That's what he's doing. Yeah, really? Amazing. 
It's a weird world we're living in, people. In 2019, Rocket, this is Rocket Eye's first show in 2019. It's going to be a doozy, I feel like. It's already started out bad. We lost uh, Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. And we yeah. lost uh, Mean Gene Oakland. And then um, the guy from uh, Captain and Tennille, the captain. <laughs> really? We lost the captain. Yeah. Is that so the it's guy? Been a terrible, it's been a terrible start to 2019. Is that the guy that said in uh, Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat? Or is I'm totally off on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> that uh, Gilligan? <laughs> uh, fucking A. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's a, it's a crazy world. And it's gonna, I You know what? I, I, I feel like uh, 2018 is just going to bleed into 2019. And all those yeah. friends that happened in 2018 are just going to, you know... Obviously, I mean, it looks like it because we got the R. Kelly thing going on and then we got Kevin Spacey going on and, you know, old people, you know, keep on writing your tweets because we're going to dig those up and fucking ruin your career from the past. That's I feel like this is all that's going to happen. I feel maybe Woodstock, when Woodstock comes around in, uh, in uh, August, August 16th or the 19th up there in upstate New York, maybe the 50th anniversary Woodstock will be such a momentous occasion like the original Woodstock, it will flip the script on how things happen in this world, or at least in this country. And it'll be four days of unity and fun and, um, and uh, you know, getting your shit out there and being free and speaking your mind. And, and, and maybe that'll have an impact on the rest of the country. It'll reverberate rock. Unlike Coachella, where it's just like broads put on fucking bikinis and go fucking take selfies all day. Who gives a shit about that goddamn concert anymore? Well, well I'm sure you do. I'm I, sure it's. <laughs> I, I, be honest with you, I'd much rather go to Woodstock. I glance at it. I'd much rather go to Woodstock than Coachella any day of the week. But don't you want to see Ildr Idris Elba? Who? Idris Elba? No, I don't want to see Idris Elba. I don't want to see fucking Ariana Grande headlining. I mean, the girl's like five foot two. How are you even going to see her up on that goddamn stage? Maybe Pete Davidson will be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, what the fuck? Uh, uh, cool teacher pointed this out. TMZ's got a thing with uh, R. Kelly. He did not watch the Lifetime show. R. Kelly did not watch a single minute of docuseries. Why would you? Surviving R. Kelly has now put him in the eye of a ferocious storm. Yeah, I mean, why he would shoot himself if he watched that. Sources in a day-to-day -day contact with R. Kelly tell, tell TMZ the singer is, quote, disgusted by the series, which makes... So how is he disgusted with the series, but he never saw a minute of it? Maybe... How, how does he know it's because, so bad? Because he knows he knows what it is, Rock. <laughs> Come here. Maybe, like, maybe they put him in a good light. How does he know? If, if like, if Lifetime made a docuseries about me, about all the girls that I ever... I know who's going to be in it. <laughs> like... I know who I'm going to hear from. It sucks. I'm not going to want to watch it, but I know what's going to be there. Uh, we're told R. Kelly's team downloaded him on the various people who appeared on the show, and he claims he doesn't even know half of them. He claims the other half hate him or for various per personal or professional reasons. Well, personal reasons would be because he, you know, took advantage how, of how, well, yeah, them. That, that's actually a telling statement. How does he know that he doesn't know half of them? That would mean he watched it. <laughs> Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very, unless uh, unless he saw their names listed on some paper somewhere. But how he probably knows the names. There were various people who wanted to go on camera to defend him, but producers shut them out. Interesting. He could just be saying that though. I haven't. I haven't nearly probably had as much sex as R. Kelly's had in his life, and not that I'm matching my sex life with his. I'm sure he's just slept with a lot more girls than I have. 
and I can't and I haven't slept that like I can't I'm talking like on my hands. <laughs> I can't remember all their names. So you can't imagine R. Kelly's not gonna remember all their names. So if he did see their names listed on a page, he would probably have no clue who they are. Right. That's true. Like uh, Will Chamberlain, you think he remembers all the women he slept with? Uh, oh my god, there's gonna be Boomerang the series? Oh no, the Eddie Murphy thing? Yeah, I just saw I I just caught the end of it. I turned my head and said boomerang coming to BET the series. Oh Christ. How do you make a series out of boomerang? I don't know. Well I hope they just it's it's just a coincidence that it's not associated with the movie. Well, it's on BET. Who's gonna watch it really? <laughs> That's racist. It's not. I don't even know what channel BET is. Of course you wouldn't. I don't know what of course channel. Of course you wouldn't. And if in the same vein, I don't know what channel MTV is anymore. I have no fucking clue. That's that's the, that's the channel where you watch the the Randall football game of Southern Texas Chapel playing uh, Georgia Pacific. I literally thought the Fuse Network was uh, where you watch Nick games. <laughs> it's not. It's a music channel. <laughs> I literally thought Fuse was. Why? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's too much shit. Oh, here's Amy Poehler on the uh, Golden Globe. She's funny. Maya Rudolph. Thanks, Bill. Some people say supporting actors are even more important to a film than the stars themselves. Those people are wrong. Movie stars are the lifeblood of our industry. But stars cannot do it alone, no matter how much we wish they could. Beautiful people have to have someone to talk to. And without supporting actors, where would we get all of the famous lines from our favorite movies? Like, hey, wait up. (laughs) Or, (laughs) I agree, partner. (laughs) Or, well put, Sergeant. Mm. Or, those aren't my babies! Or, you gotta take it easy, Joe. Or that famous one, hello? I'm sorry, he's not here right now. Can I take a message? Five, five, five. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, he'll be returning from Bermuda soon. All right, thank you, goodbye. (laughs) And the nominees are? There we go. (laughs) That's, see, see, that's funny. Yeah, they are funny. I like Amy Poehler. All right, Rock. Yes. Wrapping it up, Rock. They gave me the old rap sign. Oh, I didn't see it. I wasn't watching. Oh. Uh, oh, now I just saw it. I just saw it now. Yeah. All right, Eric. Thank you for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. It's Rock and I's first show of 2019. Going to be a good year, Rock. What do you think? How many shows do you think you're actually going to do this year? Six. Uh, so I was, I was really six, close to not being able to do six, this. It's six. it's uh, being a father now. It's a totally different world, man. It's uh, so tired. So apparently, tired. apparently, the next show Rock's gonna do will be sometime <laughs> sometime around fucking St. Patty's Day. Uh, all right. Thank you for checking out the lunaticradio.com show. Follow us on uh, all the social medias at Lunatic Radio, Instagram, and Twitter. 
the show at Lunatic Radio is the email address uh, 718-690-9290. Put that in your phone. That is the live number to call in. We are live. Before we go, wait, wait, before we go, how's it been doing three shows a week? Uh, it's another job, Rook. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. It's, it is. I mean, it's, it it's, doesn't pay. So it's a, yeah, I know. So it's, and trust me, my regular job don't really pay either. So <laughs> I work like fucking 70 hours a week for nothing. It is a, uh, it's a lot, but it's fun. Yeah. I love doing it. I hope the listeners enjoy it. You know, that's why I do it. It's the only reason why I do it. It's fun. You know, and when it, are you, you going to get a woman on the show? Well, I, li- I like what you were doing, by the way. Well, I like how you spy. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like Kieran just won't commit to getting a, a, a woman on the show. So instead he figured he'd double up on the African-American uh, <laughs> demographic what? to kind of compensate for that. No, TJ is great. He is very funny. I mean, he's learning, but he's, he's going to be great. And obviously Derek had Derek Gaines on the Wednesday show. And yeah, that, that was yeah. Chris Italia's booking. He booked him like 10 minutes before the fucking show started. I didn't even know. Who- I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm, I, I, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good move. What you're doing. You, you're getting some diversity. Yeah. On the show. yeah you, you know, different perspectives, outlooks, you know, you, you feel- ah, wait a minute. Cool teacher just said she'd love to be third. Mike, please let her be third. Mike. I like cool teacher in the chat room and I like her one liners because <laughs> Karen just said, I like her in the chat room and I like her to stay there. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, no, cool teacher is very funny. She could do third I mic. Anything. She deserves to be a third mic for a show. I, I am going to start the petition now that cool no, teacher should do fuck a, off, with Rob. us. Fuck off. Because then I'm going to get you two fucking shows this week, this year. It's going to be the last show of 2019 and the first show of 2019. That's it. No, no, no! I want to do it with her. I want it when it when it's a day that Leroy can't do it. Okay. I want Cool Teacher to be the third mic. We'll do the show with third uh, Cool Teacher. She's yeah, got. She's, I think she'd be great. She, can she get a mic? She has to get a microphone. She so was just she say for an hour and a half. How you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got nothing. Just calling in. It might might actually help us. I got nothing. Just sitting in. That's much like uh, you know. Sometimes Leroy's hey. like that too. <laughs> Leroy has been like that. Leroy's just like, I don't know. You I, I want it to happen. I want it to happen. I think it would be great. Leroy, be really cool. Sometimes Leroy just sits next to me to go, you're a piece of shit, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I, I, so I am, I am starting to petition, I think. I don't know if she'd want to be on camera, though. Um being a teacher, but uh, John yeah, D- I think I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great if you did third mic. John D would be the perfect intern because he's in Germany. <laughs> he's in Germany. John D noodles in Germany. Are you serious? Yeah. He's on. Wow, the- what time is it now? It's like two in the morning or something like that. There. I believe it's February. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this motherfucker because uh, we doing this. Yeah, we're we're feeling. Uh, I, I don't want to waste more time filling Rock's quota to be on the air for 2019. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> end this, this motherfucker. Pretty soon, I'm just gonna start, this is overtime. It's like double. I'm just gonna do a half. I'm just gonna do five minute shows with Rock from here on out, so I can have him for most of the week. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. See you next week, maybe with Rock. Who knows? Yeah. Oh wait, final word, Rock. Go ahead. Um, stay tuned. Who knows if I'll be here? <laughs>